Thank you everyone for joining us on this Kids Talk Wrestling special report for WWE SummerSlam. I know SummerSlam wasn't the greatest pay-per-view. Um, yeah, but I just have to start off with the normal question. On a scale of 1 to 10, starting to my right, what would you give SummerSlam? 9. A. 1 million. Actually, one, one, to one million. I mean, four million. Ten million. I wouldn't. I'd give it a one. A Astro. Still a six. Yeah. Oh Still. my gosh! So, this after, is our sixth attempt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The software keeps failing. It's like, WWE in their bad every time we try. Yeah. This is exactly what mm -hmm. we were saying in the last attempt, but hopefully this one will work out anyway. You know, I. A the competition is there because AEW forced them to bring back the pyro and mm -hmm. um and, and try to put out some better wrestling but it, it didn't it doesn't even happen it's still just a bunch of entertainment no good matches scripted stuff mm -hmm. uh, but I'm gonna start with the first match that we saw we didn't mm -hmm. see the whole kickoff show. Um, but in doing no, the first match was Drew Gulak versus Dex's favorite wrestler Oni Lorkin for the cruiserweight title. <laughs> yep, yeah. you'd think it's Oni when you first see Oni when you see his name, Oni Lorkin. Because isn't one spelled like that? Yeah, one mm. is spelled like that without the one O N E. And you'd think it's Oni Lorkin. I thought that's what it was when I first saw his name. But it's actually, it, it appears to be Oni Lorkin. Yeah. Right. So. That wasn't a good match, of course. It wasn't. I mean, we 205 only... Live isn't, they're kind of embarrassing themselves, to be honest. They always, just to show you how important, how important it is, they always, they're always on the kickoff show. And the matches aren't even really good quality. There's a bunch of botch maneuvers and stuff. Um, perfect example of that was what Crown Jewel, I believe, or something yeah. like that. Money, I think actually it was Money in the Bank. Yeah, 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 yeah it was Money in the Bank. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, it wasn't all that exciting, you know, and it's not. And I think they're not doing. They're definitely not doing the cruiserweight division any favors by doing things like this. So I mean, it wasn't really. It wasn't the a cruiserweight good classic was better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when it was something actually special. Yeah, I believe they were in full sale then when they were doing the Cruiserweight Classic, and I guess NXT took their place. I think if they kept 205 Live like, or um, the the Cruiserweight Classic, or I guess 205 Live like that, it still could have been something. You'd have to try and be like the main roster. And coming along after SmackDown is not doing them any favors either. No. People are bored by the time um, 205 Live even gets on. That's why we don't even watch it. But I want to cruise into this next one. Apollo Crews versus Buddy one. Murphy. Um, now, I know how much Moondancer you idolize Buddy Murphy. Mm -hmm. For what um, reason? We... Probably one of your most favorite persons in the world, maybe after Michael Jackson or something like that. Or but, after Probably Prince, too. <laughs> but anyway, the match was interrupted by Rowan because um, Buddy Murphy um, told Roman Reigns... Um, that Rowan attacked him, did the attacks, and I, I don't know how Rowan could fit in that car or even in the forklift, but it, he, he, they said, well, Buddy Murphy said he was the one that did it, and Rowan attacked yeah, him. Yeah, they were talking about who crashed into, um, 
Rowan's car. We were talking about both incidents, yeah. but Rowan wasn't happy about that. Kim attacked Buddy Murphy and told him to keep his name out of his mouth. So I honestly, I think this is probably going to be a rivalry. Um, right here, Buddy Murphy and Roman Reigns. It's either those two or Rowan and Roman Reigns. I I can't really tell what, if it's going to be Buddy Murphy or or Roman Reigns, but I know it's probably going to be one of those two individuals. Um. But I, I'm, I have to say, though, I'm glad that Rowan actually came out there and interrupted the match because it was terrible. Yeah, it was. It was boring. And I just, I'm just thinking, you know, like, who, you know, I'm, the only exciting thing about the whole, not even exciting, but the only interesting thing about this whole Roman Reigns thing, I just want to say it while we were kind of on that topic, was the idea of who actually did do it. You know, we still don't actually know. Um, they're doing a pretty Buddy decent Murphy, job of keeping that a secret, if Buddy, if Buddy I Murphy guess. was just lying to, um, get away. Yeah, I think I, mean, I would have done that. I think we're all kind of questioning, though, if Buddy Murphy actually told the truth or not. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like Rowan would do something like that. They've yeah. never even really crossed paths at all. And it just wouldn't really make any sense to yeah, have I Rowan do something like that. I don't, I don't know who would do that. At first, I kind of suspected it was Bray Wyatt, but then him having, like, that match with Finn Balor didn't really seem to add up, and I just don't really know anyone else who could have done it. Um, I'm not really concerned about it either, though. Anyway, the next match, the, the last match that was on the kickoff show was a um was Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus the Iconics for the tag team. Versus women's you know, tag team championships. You know what? Some of these teams need to actually get their team name, so they don't <laughs> actually have to keep saying their names and actually saying say the team name. Cross mm -hmm. Bliss. Well, that's what I wrote in my notes. That Cross Bliss retained. Or... That's the name of yeah. the team. No, no, that's, that's what I think. I mean, that's kind of like just putting their both of their last names oh, yeah. there, but but um anyway, it, that was also not, not a good match. Either. It was not. It was far from a good match. Mm -hmm. And I I don't even you know know why they continue on like this. Those those women's tag team championships mean nothing. And if they can't see that, then I don't know. You see how low the belt yeah. stooped ever since um, the Iconics got And all of the tag team championships are like that. You don't see the Raw tag team champions much. I mean, well, I mean, you see them, I guess. But the SmackDown tag team champions, you don't see them at all. I forgot that the OC um, was even Raw tag team champions. And, and who's SmackDown tag team champions again? The new, um, yeah, the new day. Yeah, the oh. new day are. I forgot because I never sold and carried the championship belts over. Yeah, yeah. Really even, if y'all notice, um, Kofi Kingston is starting to go and muscle, muscle, muscle. Yeah, he's becoming more solo, self-centered, sort of. Um, you know. Just not really hanging out with the New Day, and they did greet each other, but they're not really together like they were before Kofi became WWE Champion. Definitely not. I talk about it a lot, and I have mentioned it in the past a lot before, 
But I just, I don't really know how much longer the New Day is going to be a group. It just seems to me, and we've all noticed that more and more, they're starting to come out on their own. Or Kofi Kingston's starting to come out on his own. Biggie and Xavier Woods are starting to come out on their own, which is understandable. They have their respective titles and their respect, respective divisions that they have to defend. But at the same time, it's not like a year or two ago, not even a year or two ago, months ago, before Biggie was injured. That, you know, the New Day, they used to be a more unified group. You used to see them together a whole lot more. Now Kofi Kingston cuts out, c comes out, he cuts promos by himself more. Whereas before, he kind of always had the New Day there with him to cut a promo. So, you know, I don't really know how much longer the New Day is going to be a thing. I'm pretty sure um, King Y'all wants Biggie to turn heel. But the first match, though, the actual... Oh, yeah, before it moves on, I just want to let everyone know that Pyro is back. Oh. Like I said on the other attempts to do this episode, it wasn't as awesome as before because they didn't use too much. But, um, it, it is there. So, I mean, I guess that's something. And that's pretty much all WWE has been giving us is something, but nothing good. Um, like AEW. Like yeah, or something else. Or something else, too. The first match of the actual pay-per-view, though, was definitely a match I didn't actually expect to start the match. Um, to start the match um, was Becky Lynch versus Natalia for the Raw Women's Championship. I didn't expect that to start the match. It seemed like your rivalry was something that was supposed to be very intense, and then we just got at the beginning of the pay-per-view, which makes it seem like it's nothing. But... The fans in Toronto seemed to like it. There was this is awesome chance, and I guess it was awesome match to them. And um, to Toronto, yeah, to Toronto. This was in there. I can see anything but besides the Raptors playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Sorry about the noise, but. Becky Lynch retained, of course. I didn't really expect Natalia to even win the belt. Or Natalia, excuse me. Yeah. Wait, she won? No. no. Even if she did win, I mean, it she wouldn't, made, it wouldn't seem right. She made the belt worse than it already Yeah, she would have. I mean, I mean um, on one of our podcasts, I thought it was Dana Brooke. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you always mix the, the uh, wrestlers up, um, Mr. D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the second match Mate, sorry to cut you off, mm -hmm. Mr. Y, but we haven't seen Baron Corbin in a long time. Either. Yeah, Jobber alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. But the next match was definitely Dex's favorite match. Yeah. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> the, the end was... The best thing about the entire match was the end. I don't have much words for this match at all. I heard the end even call it a match. Upstairs. It was like, but, it was just a segment, mm -hmm. essentially, because, and then I, hope, I, I mean, if they actually, if it was, I, th I think if it wasn't to make Goldberg look good because he was retiring that night. Yeah, I was like, just going to say that. Yeah, I think Dolph Ziggler could have really beat Goldberg, because we got to look at, Goldberg could barely hang with the Undertaker in the match. Uh, and that was... you saw how stunned he was with just, what, a super kick. Yeah, that's why, um, uh, it took him so long to do a spear, because he had to get his... <laughs> His thoughts together. I mean, you know, he's old. He's not. When he, he tried to, to do the power driver, he fell down. 
trying to lift up on the chest. Yeah, you're trying to do a jackhammer mm -hmm. and you fell down. The Goldberg doesn't need to come back. I remember when he was coming out doing his entrance and he hit his head and bust him yeah, open. Yeah, I don't know what happened in his room, but you could see the little red dot on his head. <laughs> then when he went for the spear in the corner, that's when he really, he really hurt himself. Yeah, I'm not There's sure what Goldberg's doing back there in the back, but we know it's something to get him going. Was he trying to ram his head into Undertaker because... Usually when someone does a, does a spare and like they miss their shoulder hits it not their head. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Goldberg could even see straight. But um, he's like a ram running. Um, I he probably why injecting him with the steroids. He probably <laughs> got up and was so crazy because he they gave him some gas that he just you know Sucked bumped up. into the door and probably just found crack. And I think that. Yeah, I think the next match after this was the match that everyone was expecting to be the showstopper. Um, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. That was a great match. That was not good at all. That was a terrible match. Um, Ricochet, um, like, who was it that said that in the last match that he... Uh, I think it was you, Mr. Y. He said he could wear that in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he could wear yeah. his superhero suit to Mortal Kombat or maybe one of those Marvel Marvel um, movies. If he wants to be a superhero, he can go ahead and act like Drake. But, um, Styles retained the belt and I think just because of Gallus and Anderson, yeah. that was so. But still, I feel like AJ. I honestly think AJ could beat Rick Ricochet on his own yeah. without Gals and Anderson if they actually let him wrestle the way he's supposed to. But then again, you know Ricochet, he's a really good wrestler too on his own. He just can't wrestle the way he's wrestling in Japan. Right. So I think it would just be hard to tell who, who could win. actually win the match. And just imagine how much better WWE be doing if they actually just let like people like Ricochet and AJ Styles actually wrestle like they did before. Hey. Um. Um, um, get your big that was Yes, Nile. Mr. D. That's Nile. That's Nile. Mr. Um, D, you okay? Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yo, we can go on with the podcast. I want to hold it up. Mm -hmm. I'll just, you know. And another disappointing match Ember Moon versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Supremely that was bad. I mean, uh, I'm lost for words. Astro, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Playing about Rogi. You mean, what do I think about the match? Yeah. Um, well, it was the worst match the pay per view had. Well, there's so much botch, botch, botch maneuvers. But we have to look at Rey Mysterio and Goldberg too. That they, I mean, they do nearly more botch maneuvers. I mean. We don't know what to say about it. I don't know what to say about it. I'd say I'm disappointed that Ember Moon didn't take the belt off of Bailey because Bailey does not need to be SmackDown Women's yeah, Champion. Bailey can't wrestle. She doesn't deserve the title. 
she never. I'm glad she won it instead of Charlotte Flair because oh, let's yeah. face it, oh, Charlotte yeah. Flair, oh, she's shit. been women's champion too long. Those yeah, nine title reigns, maybe yeah. only three or four out of those nine title reigns, she actually maybe deserved because she actually did it on her own. But other than that, those other title reign, those other championship victories that she had were all practically given to her. So I'm glad that it was Bailey instead of Charlotte Flair. It was a good moment, but I didn't want Bailey to be SmackDown Women's Champion this long. No, I think. Yeah. Uh, Naomi also needs yeah. to be women's champion. Naomi should be women's champion. Maybe Dana Brooke, someone else who hasn't got opportunity in a long time, should have been women's champion. Yeah. Bailey doesn't deserve to be women's champion, like I just said. But, you know, there are a lot of other women, like we said before, that should be women's champion on SmackDown. They have, won't they have so much women, and who knows, they probably do, but they never get street airtime. But at the same time, they're not doing anything. And then when you have people like Charlotte Flair and uh, Bailey and stuff, and you just see all these old rivalries and stuff, or even if it's a, not a new rivalry, it's still a rivalry that's kind of pointless and no one enjoys. You know, it's it's not it's almost a shame it man thing. You might as well start calling it any time when you start seeing superstars over and over again. We'll start calling it a shame it man um, um, thing. We have to, yeah, a shame it man thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't let AJ wrestle like he did in Japan. Yeah, but speaking of Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon was in the next match against Kevin Owens, and mm. the special guest enforcer was Elias. So obviously the odds are stacked against. Him. Now you'd think uh, Kevin Owens didn't win the ma- wouldn't win the match, but he did. Well, I'm pretty well, I, sure we, we could have saw that Kevin from the beginning. Oh yeah. I, I don't even know why I began to think that maybe he would have actually got fired. You know, yeah, they think about it now. They're not releasing anyone, so yeah. yeah. Right. So even if someone they want to go, they'd right raise the, the pay or something like that. Yeah. Do you something could keep obviously them. tell that was just part of that was just something to try to make the match interesting because. <laughs> Like Moondancer, you brought, they're not releasing anyone, and we all know that that's just, you know, that wasn't going to happen. Because they're afraid stuff. that they're going to go to AEW. And, and even if Kevin Owens did get released, I'm not even sure if he would actually go to AEW. Right. I'm pretty sure they would try and offer him a contract, but, but perhaps. Cause, cause I just don't I, know if he would actually go. Because. Go ahead, Mr. D. Please don't tell me it's one of those thoughts again. Well, yeah, but you know, Kevin Owens wanted you know, just something for the small children. Yeah. Um. So, next match, uh, Astro's favorite match, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. Um, you know, it was just um, Trish Stratus was just getting carried around the ring the whole time by Charlotte Flair. Um. For the whole match, like I said, she, she Trish Trash can they actually do anything? She was just getting carried around. Mr. D, what would you rate that match? Uh, zero. This is for a million. Yeah, that wasn't good. All the women's matches there weren't decent. No, they were all bad. It's like. You might be hanging out with Astro a little bit too much here, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just speaking the truth. The matches were just flat bad. 
Um, I mean, I mean we're talking about Charlotte Flair versus We're not trying to defend oh, no. people because Mm-mm. you sure. No, we're we, know, not, we you, know that you and you Mr. Would, D were the men. Especially you and Dan's defending Brady Murphy. Yeah, yeah, okay, you'd spend <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, you'd be happy for a poster of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you would think we would get a poster of Buddy Murphy, but we would really get a, a poster of John Cena. You know, I wonder yeah. how it I wonder how it felt. Um, for for um for Brady Murphy to actually let his legs breathe for once last night, <laughs> from having all that type those tight pants. Well, 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 everyone else you don't talk about everyone else like because well actually you do like Seth Rollins has. But Buddy Murphy's pants, yeah. his is like he, he, his, he his couldn't slide like across the floor. It's almost like awesome. the painted his pants onto his legs. Yeah. Yeah, they painted his pants across his face. I guess that's wrong. I mean, pants are just tight these days, but yeah. what can we do? Nothing. They probably go, people these days, men these days probably go in the women's section and shop for it. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Becky Lynch is upset that Seth is wearing his pants, her pants right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I think probably the best night, um, or the best match, um, to a certain point of the night, um, of the pay-per-view was Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Even though the outcome of the match wasn't the best, no. it was better than some of the other matches that they had. Yeah, and I'll put it like this. Like I said, I didn't want to see that ending. And judging by the fans' very strong words for the end of that match, they didn't want to see that either. And I, that was a what letdown. match? The they, Cuffy Kingston versus Randy oh, Orton. What did they, what did they say? Well, you know, just strong using strong mm-hmm. words to describe their discontent for the match. Yes. Yeah, and I honestly oh, oh, think oh, that oh. Randy Orton oh. should become WWE champion. I want to see him become WWE champion uh, and tie he, with Triple H. He, he already had... Yeah. Wait, Triple H was 14 times, right? Yeah, Randy Orton would have been 14 times, too. And I so that means Randy Orton's... 13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't honestly see the rivalry ending yet. I think Me that Kofi Kingston is going to defend it against, against Randy Orton again. At mm-hmm. Clash of Champions. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're going to have to defend it regardless because every cha- belt has to be defended. Mm-hmm. They're coming to the awesome city of Charlotte, North Carolina I for think, that pay per view. I yeah. think um, Ricochet oh, would be a good WWE champion. What if. Not right now, I don't no. think. He's, I think he's he just starting out. He's got to build more of a foundation. Mm-hmm. Maybe Intercontinental Champion first. Yeah, you know, build say. himself up. U.S., then Intercontinental. Then maybe WWE Champion. But at this he's point, definitely, no. He doesn't, definitely doesn't need to be chasing our truth for um, <coughs> Mike Canals for the um, 24-7. No, I, he, 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 he's too high right now. Too. Right. No, our truth no, our truth doesn't have the twenty four seven champion. Yeah, he has it now. Yeah, I remember he got back from Drake Maverick. Yeah, because Drake Maverick won it from Mike Canellos. But you might as well say the twenty four seven championship isn't even doing what it's supposed to anymore. It's a jobber because title. It, well, I know it is a jobber title, yes, but at the same time, you see only a few people actually going for the belt anymore. Yeah, it's no one's good. running for it unless right. they still think Maria Canellos has the thing. Um, they need to put Cedric in more high matches. It wasn't Cedric. doing them any favors to have them people ew, running around ew. after the title. But at the same time, still, it kind of made the title more interesting because it actually ser- the title was serving its purpose. Yeah, it's basically like the um hardcore title. 
Yeah, but in my opinion, I think Drake Maverick and R-Truth is all about needs at this point. As long as we don't have to see R-Truth in his wrestling gear anymore. Yeah. What man wears a choker? Yeah, I I know. I don't understand that. That's doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. I didn't even know R-Truth would do something as silly as this last night at um SummerSlam, acting like a commentator. <laughs> yeah, yes, I didn't expect that. Me neither, but hey. I keep, so, something I keep thinking is we're talking in the microphone. Maybe it'll, it'll come to you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, but you know, the match the match between Kofi Kingston and Rayorn ended in a countout. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Um, I thought it was a dis- stop to stare at <laughs> Kofi Kingston's family, and Kofi Kingston retaliated. The ref Just because he's looking, he, you know, I look at people all the time, and they don't. Well, well I mean, naturally, that, when but... someone's looking at your family, yeah. like it, with a look of "I want to kill your family," <laughs> then you're gonna want to do something. Well, Randy Orton but... looks like that when he looks at everyone. So I mean. Yeah, but that's the family, so. Yeah. And plus, the kids were right up on the barricade, too. He, he, I'll be surprised if... Well, he probably knew that. No, no. He couldn't go that far. Yeah. Don't even say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, After that, wasn't that the match between Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor, right? Uh, I didn't write that down. I, yeah, I... Yeah, yeah was it... No. Did we always say the match yeah, with Dan, the, I, after didn't you see on the, the fourth attempt, the fifth attempt that that yeah. was? Well, that yeah, was match, yeah, was Randy Orton after um, Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it, 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 it is. And, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't write that down in my notes. Um, well, it must have not been important. It wasn't. But apparently the match was longer Brave than I thought it was. I thought it was just going to be Bray Wyatt coming through to do Sister Abigail and then go in the back and the match would never happen, but apparently the match happened because I looked at a piece of the match. Yeah, <laughs> and um, he also wrestled with the mask off, um, and he and his Farquhar Funhouse two times. Um, I think that was part of his entrance. Yeah, it was Ew, what's it? Oh, yeah. Wait, Ew! <laughs> So you think entrance. the entrance is disgusting, like pick up a spider disgusting? Yeah. That's what that's what it means, but Well, um yeah, but while the match was happening mm-hmm. Mr. Dean went upstairs and and um, so did you moon dance me? Well, yeah, I was talking to them because they, you know, and I, I was on my tablet and, and I was talking them to them about, <laughs> I was telling them about Bray Wyatt's um wrestling attire. And, yeah, and, and his hands and were we, big kind of. We were just making fun of his arms. So yeah, and his arm. She said it was. To so get the fear big. out of all of you. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah, to come. Was Whoa. it was it like big no, in the cabinet? <laughs> no. Anyway, the point is the match happened and it, you know you know the match happened. So after that was the main event, probably Mr. D's favorite match, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Brock Lesnar was gonna come with the victory. I already had his name written down in yeah. the winner slot of my notes, so that you know, because I really thought he was gonna win. But the way the match started, that's what you well, thought. But Seth Rollins had a great comeback. He did. That's what I did. He had a few openings throughout the match, but I didn't think actually think he was gonna get as far as he did. 
Because when I when he was going for the F five, I thought that's when that that's when the match was gonna be over. But apparently, it shocked me because Seth actually reversed it, and I didn't even think he was gonna reverse come get out of it. Yeah, but I'm glad he won though. Me too. Seth doesn't need to get the belt again. No, well, you see, I'm. I see it like this. I'm glad that Seth Rollins wins the Universal Championship, only to bring it into circulation again. Yeah, amongst... I hope someone else wins it. Like, like what? Baron Corbin. No. Me too. Ew. I want. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or Baron Drew Corbin would make a great champion. Oh no. yeah, definitely Drew McIntyre. No. Oh, yeah, Drew McIntyre like, definitely deserves that. He should. In fact, I want him to be the next one. Drew actually, moreover, more so than. Kalista. More so than um, like Baron Corbin. <laughs> a lion. It was basically a WrestleMania repeat. The basically the same thing happened. Um, Mentioning Bible names. Um, <laughs> must have been reading the Bible a lot. Um, colleague. Colleague. <laughs> but um, yeah, basically the same thing happened. It looked like Brock was gonna win at first, mm-hmm. and then Seth just came out and supposed to be the superhero. Yeah. He needs to leave that stuff to Ricochet. Even though oh. I don't really ever know how scripted matches with Brock Lesnar are, because he's not gonna do ow, a job. Ow, yeah, I don't ow, think he's ow, he, he wrestles in scripted matches. No, because he never jobs. Brock Lesnar's a prize fighter. He doesn't job for anybody. That's what Kevin Owens used to be when he first came. Yeah. Um, no, but no, it was overall the pay per view was not good. In my opinion, give it a two. Um, Clash of Champions, how good do I think that's gonna be? Probably about it. As no much, not much better than than SummerSlam was. It's not gonna be good. I'll just say SummerSlam is better than most of the other pay per views that they've had. What about something? Um, these are Whoa. the best pay-per-views. Whoa. WrestleMania, the, the previous gonna, one. Yeah, well, you can discuss it off the mic. We're like, going to close out. Um, Don't forget to go ahead and visit our new Twitter page. Don't forget to follow us. You can check out some of our episodes there, too. And go to patreon.com to donate just 10 bucks a month, because you know you're not going to do anything better with that 10 bucks. And donate 12 bucks a month to support the KTW board game. Go to patreon.com to do all of that. Mr. Y, signing off. Welcome to Kids Talk Wrestling. This copyrighted podcast is presented by Kids Talk Wrestling. It may not be reproduced or retransmitted in any form, and the accounts and descriptions of this podcast may not be disseminated without express written consent.